This is Time Out with You Stadium. This podcast is for you sports super fans, for you sports debaters, and yes, you, the sports opinionators or hot takers. We take your calls live on air and answer questions directly from the U Stadium app. Get it at ustadium.com. Join in on the conversation with Brianna, Nick, and Frankie. Time out with U Stadium starts now. What up, what up, what up? Time out with you, Stadium. We are here. It's happy Thursday afternoon to everybody out there. Um, hi, you guys. Me, Nick, and Frankie. We are here. We have uh, a lot to talk about. We have schedules coming out, lots of games, um, power rankings we're going to do this week. Um, but before we get into all of that, as always, make sure you guys are liking the stream, subscribe to everything, follow us on everything, at you, Stadium on Twitter and Instagram. Um, where, I mean, every update that we could possibly throw at you, that's where we throw them at you. So make sure you are there. And uh, you guys ready to get going? I'm excited about tonight. The this, this schedule got you thinking about, you know, what, four months from now. The power yeah. rankings are fun. Uh, really excited about tonight's show. And we're also going to dabble a little bit in uh, other sports at the end of the show, if you guys yes. can believe it. My so. NBA storyline of the year is going to launch later tonight. I'm going to go in on a team, an East Coast team, and it's not the New York Knicks. So uh, if you're an NBA fan, wait till the end of the show. I'm going off. Is it the Celtics? Go ahead. I'll join you. Nope. Not the Celtics. It's, it's a team. It's a make or break playoff uh, season for them. They're either going to uh, make it or they're going to break oh, it. I, think the I, Celtics, know. Not the I know. I know. And it's not the Nets. So no, I, 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 know who, I know who it is. All right. All right. Well, nice you better wait until the end. You guys don't even know. I didn't tell anybody. There. Yeah, but I, I know. think I have a good feeling. And I'm right, Bri, an NBA guy. All right, Bri, I like your shirt tonight, Bri. I must say. Oh, I don't know, what, I don't know what it is, but it's a cool it's so, a little, uh, little Charlie Coyle, little tube. winger for the Boston Bruins. This is his apparel line. Um, we got NHL playoffs starting this week. Or this weekend, actually, I should say. Um, I'm going to get into that later in the show for our hockey fans out there. Um, just get you excited for playoffs and this kind of weird seating, bracketing that they have. But we'll go over it later. But first, let's start with our power rankings. Because now that the draft is over, free agency is essentially died down. And we have schedules out. We can kind of get a good feel to what teams are going to be like and kind of get a good feel on what our predictions should be. So we made up a list of our power rankings from 1 to 32, and there are a few on there that we kind of disagree with each other with, a few that we agree. So let's toss that up there, and then we can discuss. So that's the bottom half. Yeah, we should go 32 to, to 17 first and All right. um, save a little suspense for the for the first half. Uh, this is half. our first power rankings of the year. Nick and I almost wrestled backstage before we launched this. So I disagreed with him on a few things. We'll talk about that soon. Um, but, yeah, this is 32 to 17. All right, so I'm uh, just going to read through them, and then we can talk about the bottom half um, and what we disagree on, what we agree with, things like that. So Texans at 32. Lions at 31, Raiders at 30, Jags 29, Bengals 28, Broncos 27, which is a little interesting. Um, Panthers 26, Jets 25, Bears 24, also interesting. 
Falcons 23, Eagles 22, Giants 21, the football team at 20, Vikings 19, Titans 18, and Cardinals 17. So let's break down the back half. Where do you think is too high for some teams, too low? Who do you think is not in the right spot? Nick, you want to start? Yeah, I mean, first off, you look at it and, and, you know, obviously Deshaun Watson will tell you a lot about the Texans. So um, if he's there, he'll lead them to a few wins. I know you could say last year he didn't, blah, 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 but he would, you know, he'll have that team competitive. But as of right now, it's still so up in the air. Um, Next, that leads me to the Bears at 24. Um, To me, that's a little low. I know if you're if you're going into the season, look, they made the playoffs last year. I know they were very non-competitive in that game, and they you know got in by the skin of their teeth at the end of the year. And nobody's really gung ho about the Bears. Let's be honest. But I thought they had a really good draft. You know, if Justin Fields wins that job and becomes a starting quarterback, you know, they can go on and 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 you know make a run. I don't think they're good enough to win that division, but I think they could be in competition for a playoff spot and definitely higher than 24. But this is really based on if Andy Dalton is starting. And that was really the conversation Frank and I had uh, pre-show, but the draft of fields, um, Tevin, um, Tevin Jenkins, who's going to start at left tackle. So I think the bears are a team that was, was a little low at 24. And I thought the Washington football team, I think they have the best defense in football and they can really run the ball. They're well coached. And again, it comes down to the two quarterbacks for, for the, for Washington and the Bears. So I think those are the two teams that stick out to me, Frank. What about you? Nick, the Bears are screwed this year. Matt <laughs> Nagy, this is going to probably be his last year as the Bears yeah. head coach. They're going to be up in flames. Um, I was going to make a, a weird joke there, but I, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I've, I, I've, I've been good about these jokes lately. I have to be careful. Have I'm, yeah, yeah, I've been, been trying. Um, the Bears, uh, uh, we Nick wanted to put them higher. I actually wanted to put the Bears lower, so we sort of met in the middle there at 24. Um, a team that I actually like, and, and to bring up Jack's comment, Carney, um, on the app, is uh, I think the Bengals are pretty good. I think I wanted to put them higher. I think uh, Burrow's coming into his second year, and I think they could potentially be a really good team. I mean, when you have the number one quarterback – uh, drafted quarterback uh, a few years ago, uh, you, you never really know what can happen. So I like the Bengals higher than where we put them. I also like the Broncos to bring up the uh, the other team he has on there. I like the Broncos also. Um, I think they're a team and they're a franchise that they seem to always make the right moves. So um, outside of quarterback, now if they can land on a quarterback and make that happen, I think um, uh you know, that can potentially, you know, propel them higher. Uh, The Jets are going to be an interesting one. I don't know. I feel like 25, they're either going to be 30 or they're going to be, you know, 18 or 19. So we kind of just put them at 25 just to settle them out. Um, uh, Zach Wilson, man, that's what it comes down to. Zach Wilson, if he can come in and and he's got that that confidence of of, of a non-rookie and is able to put those uh, those receivers out there in space. You never know what the Jets with Salah and that defense and the energy we're going to bring on D. The Jets, I could see them being better than the Bears. The Falcons look flat. Um, I wanted to put the Eagles a little higher. I'm a big Jalen Hurts fan. The Giants, I feel like, are, no, are another team. Boom or bust kind of team. If Daniel Jones can make it happen with Barkley and them boys out there, they can re- be better than 21, but they can also th- – this could be – this is a make or break year for the Giants – for the Bears, for their, for even the Broncos, it's it's a year where if they have bad seasons, they're gonna blow it up. 
Yeah, I mean the Broncos. Like if Rodgers, if they find find a way to get Rodgers, they shoot up. You probably take the two away. They're the seventh ranked team because they do have Fangio and a great defense. They do have offensive skill positions to surround uh, Aaron Rodgers. So obviously, this is going in with Drew Locke, who I don't think any of us are are very excited about. And you know, I think Frank and I both agree the Vikings are a team that's interesting. Um, they can be really solid this year. I know a lot of people are high on them. So. Um, this is the, the, the bottom half of the league and this is what we're May 13th. We're not even, we're not even at OTAs yet. So this is extremely early, but just to have a little fun with kind of what happened and, and wrap up the free agency and draft period. So, uh, Bree, is there a team or two on there that you think should be higher or lower? Not necessarily higher or lower. I think just the one team on this back half that I'm like really interested in and think could make a big jump as the season goes on is the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I think at, starting at 17 is a good spot for them, but I think they really do have the potential to move up into like maybe even the top 10. Maybe. Yeah. I think Kyler Murray, right? It's up to I him. think Kyler Murray and Deshaun are going to have, or I'm sorry, DeAndre are going to have a better season this year than they had last year. I've got Deshaun Watson on the brain because how could you get rid of DeAndre Hopkins for that poor guy, the poor kid. Um, and then the addition of JJ Watt, I've always been somebody who appreciates J.J. Watt as the player and especially the human being, um, but just not necessarily thinking he's overrated, but I guess, I guess you could say that. Um, yeah. But that's just because whenever like he paid the, played the Patriots up until this past year, he really didn't do much um, or he just wasn't on the field because of injury. So I think that kind of, for me, puts the blinders on. Um, but I think he's a good addition to the team. I think what they're doing is very, very good for the future. Um, I also do think Kingsbury might be a little bit on the hot seat if yeah. they don't have if they don't have a solid year. I think they could be making a coaching transition. Um, but they're one of my teams, um, not necessarily to be afraid of, but to just watch, yeah, watch and see what they do. So. They went. They added a lot of veterans in the off season. So anytime you do that, a the coach and GM know they're on the hot seat, and they know they need to win quick. So I guess with that, we can flip it to the top half, and this is where the fun really starts. Obviously, with the top five and top Woo! ten, and the borderline. I'm, 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 co- I'm coming. I'm coming at Nick here. I can't wait for Let's this go. top half to come. Yeah, in. I have Let's a. Go. I have a, a little bit. This of is where we too. had the. Yeah, this is where we had the big disagreement. All, all right, all, all in house. All right, where's so your let me, beef, Frank? Let me read oh, them off first. Let me read yeah, them off yeah, first, true. and then we can. So, starting off at 16, Dolphins, 15 Chargers, 14 Patriots. I do not agree. 13 Cowboys, 12 Saints, 11 Steelers, 49ers come in at 10. And then Seahawks, 9. Colts at 8, which is interesting. Rams at 7, also interesting. Ravens, 6. Browns, 5. Packers, 4. Could definitely change, depending on what happens with the quarterback. Um, Bills, 3. Bucks, 2. Chiefs one. I think one and two need to flip flop, but go ahead, Frankie. Where's the beef? All right. So, well, the beef right here has to do with my Seattle Seahawks getting criminally underrated as the ninth best team in the league. And Nick, Nick wanted to put them. Nick wanted to put them out of the top fifteen. Yep. Nick would have. If it was up to Nick, the, the Seahawks would have been ranked twenty second. He would have had the freaking Vikings ranked above them. Nick, Probably. Seattle Seahawks next year are going to be. A top five team. I'll take the Seahawks on a neutral field over the Cleveland Browns. Give me the Seahawks. Give me the 
could have been MVP last year. They're going to come in with a chip on their shoulder, that entire team. They were being talked about all offseason. People have been talking smack about Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. Watch Seattle next year just tear it up. I'm telling you right now. I wanted to put yeah. them I wanted I mean, to put them top like five. That, I feel like how long are we going like, to make that like underdog Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll reference? It's like they haven't really won anything in almost a decade. So, I mean, they're every year they're getting worse and worse, in my opinion. Didn't do anything to improve the offensive line. I think maybe they signed – uh, it's, you know, I'm losing the thought now. They, they added one veteran guy, but they didn't improve the O-line. The run game is still the same. They have a bunch of guys, but nobody's any good. Uh, no tight end What do you play. mean they have a bunch of guys? No, nobody's – DK Metcalf, Tyler no, Lockett. No, running backs. Chris running backs. Chris Carson's really good Chris in my Carson opinion. Chris Carson sucks. He plays like 10 games a year. Chris They're not Carson any good, man. The is... secondary is not good. They lost their best corner in Shaq Griffin. They're, the, the Seahawks, to me, are – the window, like the Saints, are, is closed, and it's about to, you know, if, if another year like last year where they faded at the end of the year completely and Russell Wilson turned into a pumpkin at the end of last year, if that happens again, we'll probably be looking to break up the Seahawks next year. So I wish I we had that no senior. I wish we had that no senior. No senior, no senior, no senior. <laughs> Mr. K. I wish we had that drop so, right now, Nick. You're, you're out of your me- bird. Let me roll with this comment right here because this is kind of playing into the problem I have with this Mm -hmm. top half. The Saints being at 12, I very much disagree with. Mm. I Like I said last week, I think I have more faith in the Patriots quarterback situation than the Saints quarterback situation, which is scary because the Patriots quarterback situation isn't great. Um, And the fact that the Saints really didn't do much to, I guess, take care of that – doesn't help their case they're either going to roll with Jameis um or end up Taysom. starting Taysom you're going to start Taysom probably not what value was Drew Brees giving the Saints last year when Taysom Hill played I mean the reason they're 12th I wanted to put the Saints up there I actually think the Saints just from a coaching perspective from a talent perspective you saw Michael Thomas Kamara you have Demario <laughs> Davis you have Cameron uh Jordan they have defensive uh talent as well on top of those two guys so they're well-coached. They're a perennial winner. It has nothing to do, I mean, L underscore Beccio um, uh, on uh, shout-outs to, to Twitch right there for that comment. But uh, the Saints are, 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 are a good team. Their window's not closed. Drew Brees was, was, well, was, couldn't, couldn't throw a ball f- five and a half yards last year. So I'm not saying that they're not supposed to be in the top half. I'm just saying 12 is too high. I think I would move them to 15 and then bump the Chargers and everybody else up a spot. Yeah, it's tough with the Chargers because you come in with a new coach. They're still super young. Um, the offensive line improved with the addition of Slater. Uh, but I think, you know, we're projecting, right? You know, and I think we're projecting Herbert to improve even more. Um, and, and, you you know, you think that uh, their new head coach, Brandon Staley, is going to improve that terrible defense because there are a few pieces. But, you know, right now it's harder. To, it's hard to put a Chargers team that what did they go? Maybe six and ten. Drawing, drawing a blank on what they went, but couldn't have been much better than that to put them into the top ten of this. You know, when you have a team to what Frank said in the Saints, who've been historically in the playoffs, they win. They won the division last year. You know, Tampa, Tampa didn't. So they're still you know a really good team, and they're still they need a little bit of that respect. Same with the Steelers. They won the division last year too. They they were up there. It's almost like a 
you know, the, you got to show some respect where it's due to teams who consistently win their divisions. Um, but like, you know, Miami and, and the Chargers, those are two up and coming teams, you would think. Obviously, not the biggest fans of Tua here. I think we all agree. So no. it really yeah. depends on uh, what he does. But then you have the Pats, you get the little bit of like, you give the respect to Belichick and you think they're going to improve with their additions in the offseason. But to be honest, their offense, in my opinion, is still bottom half in football. So I don't know if we could have put them any higher. And then you have teams like the Colts and uh, 49ers injured last year, bad quarterback play from both sides. Um, so the Rams, again, new quarterback. You think Stafford's going to be much better than Goff was, more explosive plays. And to me, seeing the Bills, and this is you know the final kind of touch on here, the rankings before we, we move on, but yep. um, and the Packers with Rodgers, who, who knows there, you know, they can drop all the way down. But again, for right now, he's there. I just have a hard time thinking the Bills are the third best team in football. Maybe I'm just thinking like of Thank the Buffalo you. Bills from the past like 20 years, the Bills, like the lovable the, losers. But they're the so Bills, good on both sides of the ball. Those are well those are awesome. Those yeah, are, I just I, I don't know if they're a top I would, five team. I yet. would put I them in the top six. ten, absolutely, but not yeah. I don't necessarily think that high. What team would you put above them there? If Rodgers is with they're the Packers, they're in the same boat yes. as the Browns with me. Like, but Browns, I think the Browns Bills, are better. No, they're not. I think Not it's really close with the additions this offseason. The, the Bills really didn't improve too much. They didn't lose much, but they really didn't improve. The Browns added between the free agency and the draft. I think they're they're ready to jump. So I would, you know, I would probably swap Buffalo to six, Ravens five, Browns three. But hey, this is you like, have the Ravens better than the Bills. Yeah, I think so. I think it's You're, very close, though. So. I'm saying right now, the Buffalo Bills, if they're going to play. Uh, a Baker Mayfield led Browns team, they're bringing that noise. They're bringing that noise from all levels. Everyone's going to play up and they're not going to let Baker Mayfield beat them. And Josh Allen's a better quarterback. Do you think Josh Allen's going to repeat though? Do you think he's going to be at, like, he was ridiculous last year. He was. And I think he got help obviously with his, with Stefan Diggs coming to town, but Stefan Diggs is, a, is another year in the system mm-hmm. and uh, their running game I think they're Singletary good. I'm not, I'm not saying is another not. year in. And I think they have a very just, um, just established now culture with their coaching yes, staff and do. their GM. I think their GM being, I think he's one of the best in football. Sure. So, I mean, not to, I don't, judge a team necessarily off of this year's draft too much into what I think like they'll do next year necessarily. I think you need a few years, but um, I just think the moves that he probably made in this draft is directly correlated to trying to help them w- get that extra edge for the 2021 season. So yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What a Holden say uh, Rams are top. Holden thinks the Rams are a top five team. Holden thinks That's... they're a top five team every year. I respect Of course that. he does. <laughs> hey, I can't hate on the, they, they swapped my least favorite quarterback for one of my favorite quarterbacks. So uh, I'm all, I'm, I love Stafford. I like the Rams with Stafford and Jared Goff is out of there. So I'm, I'm excited about the Rams. That's why I, I was the leader in the clubhouse to putting them in the top eight. We love Holden too. So we won't make fun of him. Hey, yeah, of course. Um, all right. So one more thing I will just want to say before we move on from this, I think going into the season, obviously you have to look at, and when you're doing power rankings, you have to take into account all of the off season moves that teams have made on top of where they finished last year, which leads me to say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers should absolutely be number one on this list. You can't bring I, back all of your starters, um, that just won you a Super Bowl over the team that you have at number one and put them at number two. 
Yeah, I just think that the offensive line being so banged up was the reason why the Chiefs lost the Super Bowl. And they like, I've never seen a team revamp their offensive line so much and so fast in one offseason. Like they got Orlando Brown, they got Joe Tooney, they drafted Creed Humphrey, they signed Kyle Long, and then they drafted uh, Trey Smith in the sixth round. It's it's wild. I mean, this is a question we'll, we'll ask on the app for sure. And if you guys have any opinions on what we should change, call in, let us know, tweet us, comment us. Um, we'll throw it up there. But first first round of the power rankings, we'll be doing more before the season starts, probably before training camp, right? We don't want to like overdo these power right. rankings because they happen every week. But first, first run of it, I thought it was pretty fun. All right. We'll save this. We'll come back to it in a couple months. Um, and we'll I like see. that cam review. That's a different so, one. Let's yeah, I like it. I'm by myself down here. Ooh. Yeah, stay down. Can you throw the box at it? Or I'm this way. Throw the box Take this. There you go. Take that down. Okay. Much better. Um, All right, we can do it. All we right, got right. our schedule leaked yesterday and then announced finally last night. I know throughout – I don't understand why they make this whole big deal about a schedule release show <laughs> when by I noon – I think the schedule is so overrated too. It's by so noon, it's everybody's, everybody's tweeted out – the full schedule and the league is leaking games here and there. Like just, just let it go. I, let it I, go. I agree. I, I think what they did was fun. And I actually saw someone on our Instagram comment something, a good idea. They tried to announce the week. Well, they did. They announced a week one full schedule on um, like the Fox news morning show and the uh, ABC morning show. Obviously the networks that air these games. I thought that was pretty cool how they did that to get it ahead of the leaks. I thought, like since they want to make this such a big thing, it seems like they've they've never like put as much uh, like focus on a schedule release more than they did this year. It was crazy. Uh, someone on their Instagram had a cool idea. I wish I remembered their name. I'd give them credit, but they said they should have week leaked every week, every hour. So at, yeah. like eight a.m. leak leak week one, week two, three, four, every hour or something. Make it this big like event that you watch on NFL Network all day. And I'm surprised, like you know the 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 media whores at the NFL, what they are, that they didn't do that. So I think that was a, a cool idea because I agree, like even when we post them on the app and on our Twitter and stuff, when we do get some news coming in on teams playing who, I kind of feel guilty doing it because like I, I like the suspense to it, but everybody else yeah. is doing it. So if we get the information, obviously we're going to put it out there. But um, yeah, they should try and get ahead of the leaks next year. I know it's tough, but um, yeah. it was kind of cool. Gives you something to do while there's a dead period in the NFL. Gives it's like my – it's like mock draft season. It's people can talk about the all these hypothetical mock drafts forever, and it's mm -hmm. like I think people have been really bored out there in the world. I think we're all like stuck in our homes now for over a year. Um, the CDC actually breaking news came out today that you don't need to wear masks if you're vaccinated. So, guys, I am burning a mask live. Are you really going to go I'm through with that? Yeah. I'm going to kick you out. I'm burning a mask while it's on my face. <laughs> Do it. I dare you. I'll give you 20 bucks. <gasps> but we did the live, and people loved uh, that yesterday. You know, the pop-up live show about the schedule. People were, like, amped about the schedule. Yeah, no. The, schedule, the NFL I mean, knows what they're doing. Week one's always great, I think. But at mm. the end of the day, you know you're going to – Jets are playing the Pats twice. You know, we're playing the Bills right. twice, playing the Dolphins twice. We know, we know what, you know, NFC division we're playing. So, to me, I mean, when it came out, I was like, all right, cool. Like, we're playing Darnold week one. We better win that game. And that's about it. I really – and then yeah. you look at week 16, which I'll get into later. Um, by the way, it, just, just another thought. Is it weird that there's uh, an 18-game uh, – 18 a uh, week uh, 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 schedule like a team goes 
like we went seven and ten, or we go eight and nine. Like, is that that's just gonna be weird? Like, how do you know if a team? Someone asked me how many like games are the Jets gonna win. I'm like, can I? Is it eight games or nine games? Like, uh, because it's not nine and seven, it's nine and eight. Redo the math. Like, I'm like, wait, what do I? How do I do this? It's gonna take a few years to kind of pick up on that. I think it's 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 interesting. Yeah, it's gonna take some getting used to. Um. But we picked our two favorite games on the slate of however many, 200 and whatever there are. So we're going to run through um, our top two that we are most excited for this season. Um, obviously, we know what one of mine is. It's pretty obvious. I don't think that goes – that needs any teasing or anything like that. So I'll just – I'll go first. Cool. You're going to that game, I heard, also. Oh, That's yeah. If you guys are going to freaking pay for it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> So probably uh, some people watching home? this show would. Yeah. Who's, who's there's, some, there's, there's some people on Twitter that would pay for it. That's it for might, sure. Yeah. Hey, uh, my Venmo is at Brianna Pierce. <laughs> if you guys want to contribute to the get Brianna to, get Brianna to the week <laughs> four Patriots game fund. Yeah. The Pats are home. So Pat's Bucks week four is Tom Brady's homecoming. <laughs> oh, he's two hours, I think. P-I-R-E. Come on, um, Splash. You got to put the Venmo up there, Frank's too. Frank's yeah. so, foot there. picks if you send 20 bucks. So that's yes. my that's my top <laughs> uh, my top game of the year for selfish reasons. Tom Brady is coming back. Um, and there's also the potential that he breaks the regular season passing record in that game, which would just be the cherry so on top. What's really shitty is the fact that it costs my rent <laughs> to buy a nosebleed ticket. Like like this tweet says, the cheapest ticket on StubHub that I've seen is probably around 14 to $1,500. That's wild. That's like Super Bowl prices. Super Bowl prices. Seriously. Do they say the capacity? Is there a capacity? They're planning uh, on full, they're planning on it the being full. Is planting on so, full so, 100%. so that's so that's projecting a hundred percent filled stadium yep. at four. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I thought it would be I thought it was like seventy five percent. That's just to get in. That's not even like a, a good, you know, hundred yeah. level seat. That's, that's either just to get in. That's either wow. standing room. That's either standing room like Bud Light deck, or that's last row in the stadium in the three hundreds. Where that's like so crazy, I dude. don't mind sitting there for a game like this, but at fourteen hundred dollars, are you freaking nuts? It's insane. That's gonna be a really crazy game. It really is yeah. gonna be like it's wild. Our Pat fans like, gonna react. Yeah. I mean, like you're gonna you're gonna cheer for the guy as soon as you know he comes on the field, but once the game starts, like. I'm a Pats fan before I'm yeah. a Tom Brady fan. Sure. So I'm cheering for the Pats. I mean, if he breaks the record, obviously I'm going to go nuts. Probably would cry. Just the whole emotion of the day would be a lot. Um, I could imagine that they're going to do like a thanks Tom video um, either after the first quarter or halftime or some, something oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, they'll do know. a ton of stuff. I mean. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be awesome. Everybody – who's anybody is like dying to go to this game. Everybody I've interacted with on Twitter is saying how they're going to like take a second mortgage out on their house to go or something like that. Um, so it's, it sucks that tickets are this expensive and they're probably only going to get even more expensive as it gets closer to the actual game itself. And what makes it even worse is 
the game is the week of my birthday and I knew that was going to happen and I knew tickets oh, wow. were going to be awful. So like I told my parents, I was like, I don't want anything for my birthday this year except to go to this game. And like now <laughs> there's no shot. There's no. absolutely no shot. So I'm going to. Mr. Mr. Breeze dad, do not, do, do not get her tickets to this game. <laughs> I'm going to save You're too good of a guy. Yeah, you have, you have to spend that. In a, you have to buy. Save up all it's a my teaching lesson for, for you, Bree. It's a teaching lesson for you. Oh, I know what your your pops I know watches the show once in a while. Mr. Bree's dad, I call him because I don't want to mispronounce <laughs> your last name. Mr. Bree's dad, 1425. I have a crypto coin. It's called Safe Moon. Just put a few hundo in there. I got 15 million of them. Go to Safe Moon, baby. That's yeah, the crypto. So, They're gonna pump and dump that coin soon, guys. So if you're so listening, buy some Safe Moon. The thing about this which absolutely sucks is the price of this ticket is the price that it costs for my family of four to go to Europe and visit my mom's family. And if my mom found out that my dad and I spent that money on football tickets, instead of going on that trip, we would be dead. So yeah, this, that's, this that's just doesn't seem like it's in the cards for us. Yeah. Um, but I am actually going to the Pats chargers game out in LA on Halloween. Which Two Pats exciting. games, so fitting. Oh, please. No, well, no, 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 that's not the one I'm. The oh, that's not your second for. circled game. I'm just saying okay. that that's where I'm going. Um, no, the my game is a Chargers game, but it's not the Pats. It's the Browns. I don't think I in one. my football watching life I've ever been excited to watch the Browns play football. So the same thing. But this year I am. I mm-hmm. think they're going to be a lot better. Um, that I think a lot of the fans in this league are giving them credit for. I'm friends with a lot of Browns fans. Um, so I know, like, I see the stuff they post. They're like Super Bowl or bust, which is a great mentality it's to have when you have think. a young team. Um, a lot of additions. Their new GM is just, he went on a clinic in the Wait, last Browns of fans are saying Super Bowl or bust? Yeah, I see. <laughs> they, sh- they should get, they should get. They should get banned from Twitter for no, uh, twelve on. hours if they tweet that. That's but then, I, while they're feeling uh, good about themselves. They they want to play game. Why not? I don't think that they're gonna win the Super Bowl. They're definitely gonna be playoff contenders. I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders. Um, but I love the be. fact that you have a fans of a team that have just been the laughing stock of the league for however many years, decades, essentially. Um, and yeah. they have this newfound confidence, and they're excited. Like it's cool to see. I don't agree yeah. that they're going to be Super Bowl be contenders. Fun to watch too. But that's they a really have, fun young team too. The yeah. Browns still have Odell Beckham. He's a curse. I, you, you're not going far with that guy. Sorry. I, I'm sorry to hate on Odell. Odell Beckham's on your squad. I'm telling you right now, uh, he's a bad vibe in the locker room. And you, you don't Frank. win a lot of games. I, I think say, he's just a bad vibe. That's all I could say. The Browns Baker. are also my. Uh, What's up, Baker? Baker does play a lot better when Odell's not on the field. Yeah, so. everybody Same. does. The, the Browns were actually one of the two games I had circled too. I took Browns Chiefs week one right off the bat. I think that's an awesome game. It's really like a you know step up and and let's see what you got right out of the gate to the Browns. You know, it's one of those games where it's like you win this game, people are going to take you serious for the rest of the year. You lose this game, you go from like you said maybe a Super Bowl contender, an AFC contender to all right, we're probably fighting for. Uh, a wild card contender again. So I think it's a it's a really big kind of put up game for the Browns right out of the gate. Um, going into KC would be uh, a huge, not even you know, not a, not even just a, a win in the win column, but like for the the moral, you know, the, a moral victory, I guess if you could say. But uh, that would be huge for them going forward, and and it's a huge 
test for the new Chiefs offensive line, especially the interior with this Browns pass rush because they're no joke. Um, and my second one is Bills Bucks. I think it's another game. It's you know obviously Brady owns the Bills. I think he's like thirty-two and three against them in his career. Um, Sixty-eight touchdowns to twenty-one picks in eighteen seasons, uh, which is crazy. So if the Bills can go in there late in the year, week fourteen, it could have uh, you know implications for seeding. You know if the Bills are in the hunt for that number one seed in a bye, if the Bucks are, that could have huge uh, playoff and seeding implications. So that's a big game. Really, it's more of like two contending AFC teams going against the two Super Bowl teams to kind of prove if they're real or not. So those are two games that I saw on the schedule and I think that are huge going forward. Is is that game in Tampa or in Buffalo? In Tampa. Okay. Chiefs and Tampa are both home in those two games that I picked. So gotcha. road games for two younger up and coming teams. So uh, those okay. are those are big games. Yeah, I agree. All right, Frank, what are yours? Um, I'm going to be quick because, because <laughs> I got, I got to go guys. I have a, I have a softball game to go to. <laughs> I was going to wear my softball jersey on the show. I should have. <laughs> Nick, if you leave tonight early, I'm, 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 I'm driving I'm up. The to, clock is ticking, baby. I'm, I'm, I'm driving a dub. I'm driving a dub city and I'm finding the ace. Um, it's no. the U stadium units team. I can't not be there. Yeah. We're three and a softball team. Oh, you guys are. How are you hitting? What's your, uh, I'm actually hitting bet? really well. I have, I'm what three. I didn't play on draft night. Obviously we still won. I am three for six, three for five, three for five. Wow. You only got, you only have five at bats. Yeah, it's a there's seven inning games. They go fast. Oh, and I weird. turned a double play to end the game last week at second. Oh, let's base, see. So. You're, right. you're playing, there you go, Nick. Oh yeah, I got soft hands at second base, man. About time, <laughs> my man. There you go. That's why it's why hey. your wife likes you. Um, Frank, right. you said you were going quick. Let's go. <laughs> All right, oh so week Lord. week one, Dallas Bucks. This is about <laughs> Dallas. Dallas, if they want to make their 2021 season worth something, they, <laughs> they they need to. They need to at least have a good performance against the Bucks. It's a big showing for them. I don't expect Dallas to necessarily sure win, they will. but Dallas, that's a big, big game. That's the first game of the year, Thursday Night Football. So Dallas Bucks, I think, is huge. And then my second game I'm circling is the game where we will find out and the world will finally see and be convinced as to why Zach Wilson was the best quarterback in this draft. And he will go uh, and at home and beat Trevor Lawrence's ace on – uh, what is it? Another 1 p.m. game, shockingly. Yeah, um, <laughs> they gave us all freaking 1 p.m. games. The Jets were going to have a Monday yeah, Night Football game. What a, what, a, what a bunch of losers these schedule makers are. You don't give the Jets with, with Zachy Wills. You don't, you don't give them a Monday first, Night Football dude. game. Oh, yeah, give them a break. Thank, thank you, schedule makers. There's so many haters on the Jets. There's so many Jets haters. I can't stand it anymore. I can't wait for them to be good. Uh, might be waiting a while. <laughs> Wait but. a long time. <laughs> I mean, PFF, you can't get a, uh, a two edit right there. What the hell? Is that 15? Come on, man. It looks like it. Um, you I know what they we should do? Earlier in the year. Sorry, go You ahead, guys know what we should do? Week two, Pat's at MetLife. Oh, yeah. Season home opener. That's should a good we, one. Should, uh, we should go. We should do a thing. You bring the claws, Brie. Let's go. Hell yeah. You got it. All right, that, that, that is a party. Let's get, All let's right, get. we will plan that. Week two, MetLife. Nick, we need to start look, looking at tickets right now. I almost oh, call man. it the Meadowlands. That's oh god, yikes. it's a disaster. Yeah, no. Uh, so that I mean, Rams Lions. Might... That's a good one too, Holden. That is when a good is one. that? 
When is that, Holden? Let us let us know in the comments. I mean, the Rams should, I mean, trample them. The Lions, I think they're building no, but something. I feel like, I feel like but, that should be a primetime game. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. Or at I least like a game check. of the week, like Fox yeah. game of the week. All right. Let's see. Let's wait. Holden. All right. Now, the one time he's not commenting. <laughs> That's okay. all right. We'll move on. And then we'll, sure let's move we'll on. And when he, when he gets it in there, then we'll toss it up. Um, okay. So we, this was our, um, now he does. Thanks. Holden. There you go. Week seven. Oh, in LA. Okay. Interesting. 11 point spread probably. Yeah. I, I definitely like the Rams in that one. Um, mm -hmm. So we're going to move on. So the in-app question that we had for this week is kind of an interesting one. Um, with all of the international games that the NFL has been playing in London and in Mexico, it's kind of led to this question of, would you or would you not support an expansion of the NFL to London? So, I, which is, is a weird concept. I'm, I, I I'm vetoing it hundred percent. Yeah. It's tough because you're going to have to eventually have West coast teams flying out there regularly then you know it's not something where and you can a 12 keep, hour flight it's ridiculous it's not it's not something where you could just keep you know putting the dolphins or the jets or the falcons all these east coast trips that are basically the same amount of time of flying to the west coast maybe a little longer but to me i like the 9 30 games as an east coast guy like i wake up early i do my thing early you start and you get the whole day of football so selfishly i really like that but to put a team there permanently I mean, they're going to have a hard time getting free agents to sign there. You know, yeah. it's it just it's hard for the competitive balance of football to put a team. But hey, I mean, the Jaguars, if there's a team that wants it, and you know, nobody's dying for them in Jacksonville, so um, they'll have some fanfare there. But I, I'm not for it. I wonder with the travel situation how that's going to work. How is it going to work if a team's based in London? Are they going to have to make these that big travel arrangements yeah. all the time? I mean, yeah. you have to fly what six, seven hours if you want to come into the states. Isn't right, that going exactly. to be? They're going to cause some and where's issues your facility with jet lag be and stuff when you practice during the week. Is like the, be... the logistics of it just don't make sense. Yeah, I'm just, sure, there's smarter it... people than us working on that though. Absolutely, oh, but I much. think they're going to look to do it. I think they're going to look to expand. I mean, the NFL is so big in the U.S., and it is really big in London also and in, in, in the U.K., so I can see them looking to put a, a team there, having a tent pole out there. I mean, it, it sounds crazy, but um, it, it's. I think I think it's, it's possible. But the travel, I, I just don't understand. Like, you know, Toronto is different. When you have, like, a team in Canada, they can, you know, easily – it's, it's not a far trip at all. You could even take a bus if you wanted to. But, like, how do you do that with – I mean, if you're going to Detroit and other areas, but how do you do that with, with, with London, a U.K.-based team? It sounds sounds crazy. Yeah, and I guess they could use, like, the soccer facilities that are there, but then you'd have to get the approval so of those hard. clubs. And that's – they, I mean – you. They take that so that's like their religion over there. It's kind of like how we are with football here. Um, I think we're the, underestimating the free agency fact too of it. You're not yeah. going to get anybody to play unless it's like you're going to field a team of guys that are on like their last leg just trying to get a paycheck. It just it it wouldn't like I said it wouldn't make sense logistically the the fact alone that you would have to travel either six hours for an East Coast game, probably eight to ten for Midwest Dallas KC and up. Um, and then if they play the Seahawks or the Chargers or the mm -hmm. Rams, that's Terrible. a twelve-hour flight. Yeah, like it I just it, it just doesn't year, make sense. Not all the time. 
Super Bowl one. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do. If if they do make the expansion to London, I wouldn't be surprised if they put a Super Bowl or the draft over there and do something to spark it like they're doing in Vegas and LA. But that, that question was actually asked by JWD on the app. So I want to give him a shout out because I want to do these, you know, I think we talked about it before the show, a fan choose, you know, chosen topic throughout the kind of off season period now leading up to the season. Now that the draft and free agency is open, I think something like that could be cool. So if you guys yeah. look out for the posts throughout the week and on social, throw some topic ideas that you want us to get into and, and we'll do them here each week. I thought that was a pretty good question by JWD. Yeah. And one more thing on that topic. I think if the NFL were to expand, it should be Canada. They should follow what the rest of the leagues are doing. Um, and having Canadian teams makes so much more sense travel wise. Um, not to say that the fans in the UK don't deserve to have a team because they are, they're unbelievable. They stay yeah. up until all hours of the night to watch games. And it's, it's awesome. It's awesome mm -hmm. to see the support when they have the games in London, but it just, doesn't make sense. And baseball um, needs to move the athletics to Montreal. Speaking of uh, Canada, the Montreal Expos need to come back. That was way too cool of a team, cool logo. Uh, they need to bring that back. But staying on the baseball topic, because I wanted to touch on that before we kind of each go off into our little rant here. Um, the Mets are on fire right now. And I'm not like the most positive Met fan. If I, anything, I'm more negative. But they're doing things that like the Mets don't do. They're stealing bases. Their bullpen looks really good. The defense has been really good. And this is from a team that was terrible with all the fundamentals, you know, the past six years, five, six years. Obviously, the starting pitching has always been a plus. Their hitting hasn't even been great, and they've won seven in a row. Uh, I wanted to give them a big shout-out. Lindor's not been good. Conforto's not been good. Alonzo's been okay. So they're winning despite their three best hitters not really producing. So if they continue this and they get DeGrom healthy, uh, Strowman stays where he's at, they get Carrasco and Syndergaard back, I think the Mets are actually at a legit World Series team this year. Um, the one sad thing is Jared <laughs> Kalenic is up. A World today, Series team? What, what, oh, my God. We got the Mets fans all out now. Oh, Dude, and my, you know oh me. My. I am not a positive Mets fan, but – but this team is I legit. I saw Familia pitching, pitching really the other good. night, which Familia's got a sub one ERA. I always love. He's been ridiculous. Man. Me too, man. It's in, he's actually pitched into some of like the worst luck you could ever have as a reliever. Like the defense fails behind him. Something like soft little hits, like twenty foot little bloopers, always turn up to screw him. Um, and he's been, you know, past besides for the past two years when he was hurt and not pitching well, he's actually been one of their best relievers in history. So. I'm glad to see him doing well too. But yeah, they're they're legit, dude. And the Yankees are playing really well. The Red Sox not so much, but I think they'll be they'll stick around. So it should be a fun still at the top of the division. Year. I That's cannot wait point. for Yankees Red Sox. That's going to be a series. Yeah, when's That's their first nice series? Uh, next month. Soon. Okay. Yeah, not not too far. It's kind of weird that usually they play sooner than than this. Yeah, same thing with the Mets and Braves and, and Acuna splash. Yeah. I think what you say his MRI came back. He's okay. So. It was a scare oh, for them. Fun. The Braves haven't played well. Um, and the Mets and Braves haven't played until next week. They have their first series. So uh, that'll be fun. Uh, I think the Braves and the Mets will be the two teams competing down the stretch for uh, for the division. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll let you go. Go play softball. The U Stadium unit's going 4-0, <laughs> baby. We'll see you next week. All right, Nick, nice. if you don't have a hit tonight, Nick, I'm going to make guarantee fun of you, you all Don't oh, come if, right. if Addie goes, you, I'll have a record. Tell Addie to record. I want to see you out there. If she comes, I will.
I want to see them bun the steal, <laughs> running hey. the first. I know you don't make it to second. Nick has a pinch no, runner singles. for him. He, yeah, he goes <laughs> to first. There's a guy who hits he, actually yeah. two behind me who has a pinch runner. Does he not run to first? He runs to first. and then What if pitch. he has to go to second? Does he have someone else yeah, He hits and bombs, run dude. He hits bombs, and he usually just keeps them into singles. You guys are you guys are getting old, man. Looking forward yeah. to softball and whatnot. Unbelievable. See you guys. <laughs> Back All to right. the original two, Bree. Me and you, we're gonna do our own show. What's up? Yeah, we're gonna All call right, it so. Sideline with You Stadium with me and Bree. We're gonna we're gonna crush it. Let's uh let's talk hockey, Frank. You let's can talk, talk hockey. I'll just sit here and pretend playoffs. like I'm listening. Good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so NHL playoffs kick off this week with the Eastern Division. Um, it's a little messed up because of all the COVID issues and the rescheduling that had to happen in some divisions. Um, so the Canadian division is not going to start until I think either mid next week or next weekend, which sucks because Bruins will be halfway into their season by the time that comes. Um but I know we always, I always joke around with the guys on here that they're not the biggest hockey fans. Um, but if if you're not, honestly and truly, this is the perfect time to kind of get involved because this is the best hockey you're going to see. Like if you're not an invested hockey fan, starting at the beginning of the season and sitting through a whole season might be taxing and you might kind of lose interest. Playoff hockey, nothing like it. There's absolutely nothing like it. So, um, as, well, as give me a little bit of an update. On. What's what's going on right now in hockey? You okay. gotta, you gotta, yeah. So Bruins are – they start on Saturday night, their first series with the Washington Capitals, who um, are not everybody's favorite team this season. Um, it's going to be a very, very physical, hard-hitting series. Um, and the way that the playoff bracket works this year – is you have to win two series in your own division. So, for example, if the Bruins beat the Caps, they go on to play the winner of the Penguins and the Islanders. Whoever wins that second series moves on. Um, and that's how they're – just for exposure and COVID and stuff like that, just to keep it essentially with the teams that you've been playing all season first, which is kind of annoying because I'm really sick of seeing the same guys over and over. I'm sure the players are too. Um, Holden, the, the West has not been – uh, I guess decided yet. So I think like the top four teams haven't been, they haven't clinched. So that should be in the coming days. I think their last few games are, I want to say the 17th. Um, so we'll see, but that's that on that. Um, as it progresses, I'll keep you guys kind of in the loop on what's going on. I'm sure with the Bruins playing the caps, I'm going to have a lot of, yelling to do because this Washington Capitals team is not my favorite. So should be fun. Hockey Bree is like unlike any other. So you guys I think I'm get angry when it comes to the Patriots. You have no idea. I saw a picture of Ovechkin yesterday and it scared the hell out of me. The guy looks like he's been in like unlimited bar fights and he's like yeah. 55 years old. He's got no yeah, he's teeth. Like, he's like uh, 30, early 30s, I think. Is he Maybe still good? Mid. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Damn, I, I I like look at that guy. I'm like, how is this guy still one of the top players oh, yeah. in the league? It's it's wild. Yep, he's still. Uh, you get him in his office, they call it, and he's absolutely just terrifying. So should be fun. Should be a fun couple of weeks watching these two teams just beat the shit out of each other the whole time. And uh, 
maybe Tom Wilson too, but whatever. He can go and just yeah. Anyway, Knicks, what happened? What's up? So um just to give my little NBA update, the Knicks right now are in a dogfight for seeding uh, implications. So right now we're the sixth seed, and we don't want to play the Miami Heat, who are by the way three and zero against us. We want to play the Atlanta Hawks, um, who are the four seed. Right now we're slated to play the Bucks. Knicks have three games left. The Hawks have two. The Heat have three. We do not own the tiebreaker with the Heat or the Hawks, so we technically have to be up you know two one to Miami's one two we both go two and one our last three games and we don't get the seeding with Miami and the Hawks with two games left own us own the tiebreaker with us as well so we want to play the Hawks that's it if we play the Heat we're screwed Nick fans Nick Nation play the Bucks we're screwed we're not going to beat them but I think we can beat the Hawks and uh that is uh that's that that's on the Knicks side on uh, on just in g- the general NBA and I, I don't know why this storyline is not being talked about enough. The Philadelphia 76ers I knew are, it. Yes, that was the team, Bree. That was I knew the it. team. It is Listen, the 76ers. The process has one more season or else they're going to have to trust a whole new process all over again. facts.com. Yes, exactly. Philadelphia, this is the time or this is the last time for you with this unit. Uh, ben Simmons, Embiid, who I love, this is it. You're the number one seed right now in the East. People aren't even talking about you because they're convinced you're going to lose and be done with. Doc Rivers has done an amazing job with this team coming in his first year and being able to, uh, at this point, lead them to the one seed. Um, they'll probably finish the one seed. There's a possibility they don't, but it looks like they will. They're one and a half games up on the Nets um, with only a few games to play. But this is it for the Sixers. I I want to see what they do. They play good defense, um, and uh, they, they shoot a high percentage, and Joel's been amazing. Uh, Simmons has been awesome on the defensive front, but this is it for Philly, man. This is it. They don't do it this year. It's 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 over with. I mean, it's they they have to figure out, and it's not over with in terms of with Doc. It's over in terms of Embiid and Simmons. Are you going to be able to have these two be your top two players? I would honestly probably move Ben Simmons. I, I like him, but he can't shoot. And if if you're constantly losing to teams like the Nets and Bucks in the playoffs. Uh, those teams are honestly only going to get better from here. And you're going to get some other teams in the East coming out as well down the line. So if you can't do it this year with Embiid and Simmons with the way the East is constituted, which is a weak conference, the East is weak at this year, just calling a spade a spade. When the Hawks are the four seed in the East and you compare that to, uh, you know, who's a, who's a four seed in the West, which is a nuggets. I mean, it's a, there's a big difference there. So, um, and honestly, just to be a fair Knicks fan, it did help our Knicks that we were in the East this year. I'll be honest; I'm not gonna just you know not be, yeah, not be be oblivious to the obvious that the East is this year actually the the least. Um, so if the Sixers can win a few playoff rounds here and maybe make a run for the Western uh, the Eastern Conference Finals, then they're gonna be in uh, Simmons and Embiid are not gonna be their top two players going into next season. I think they're gonna yeah. make a big move. It, uh, it really helped you guys last night that the Celtics lost. So uh, on behalf of Boston, you're welcome. Um, but the I think the Sixers are kind of going to be in the same boat 
this coming summer um, that the Celtics are going to be where they need to make a move because the potential underachievement of this team that should not be underachieving based on their makeup um, and their performance and not necessarily Celtics this year because the Celtics this year just are absolute trash. Um, but what's their deal? They lost their last four games just, or three and seven, their last time they're, they've they're, packed they're, it up. They packed it up. They're done. Um, I've heard, I've heard some things of, but from some people kind of in the building, what did, you, what did you hear? They're, they're done with Brad Stevens. They're fed up. The, the players, the players are fed up with Brad Stevens. Um, I was told that after a game, um, a player walked into the locker room, ripped his jersey off, and threw it in his locker, and told Brad to take his analytics and shove it. So, should be a should be an interesting I'm, summer for. I'm thinking that, the team, that player is Marcus Smart, no, and not Evan Fournier. It wasn't Marcus Smart, if you can believe it. Um, I Kemba know Walker. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. I'm not going to tell you, but it wasn't Marcus Smart. Marcus Kemba Smart has Walker. a temper, but he he didn't do that. Um, no, it wasn't Kemba either. But it's uh it's gonna be interesting to see what the Celtics do this summer because they need to make a move. They need to. You can't waste Jason Tatum's talent um with I guess just standing and being complacent. So we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. But if you guys have any uh comment questions or whatever, toss them in. I don't know where Frankie went, but Sorry, I was going. To, I was thinking about playing softball with Nick. I just I decided <gasps> oh, not to. <laughs> no, I'm my, like, are you freaking kidding me? There's a. I have a new mouse, and there's like a little side click button, so I keep clicking out of the streams. My bad. Um, okay. But yeah, uh, everyone out there, we're gonna do a contest on the app this week. Get the word out. Start doing a little word of mouth. We're gonna give away something really special. So uh, make sure Splash Jack Javier, people listening, Holden, um, whoever's in the chat, make sure you start passing the word around to people on the app that we're going to do a nice big contest uh, next week. It's my birthday, by the way, next week. Tuesday's my birthday. So I am, uh, I'm getting old y'all. I ain't a spring chicken no more. Um, everything about me is a spring chicken besides the age. So just, just, you know, I, I could still, could still run and, 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 and do, and do the damn thing. I, I still hit them how weights. Old? Bri. How old are you going to be? Guess how old I am. 32. You're close, thirty-three. Close. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not feeling. Uh, my back does hurt some days. I'll be honest. So, oh no, you know, that's not. <laughs> you no. know what? When you, when you get to thirty, I don't even want to think about plus, it. I don't you, think about it. you know what you value more than anything? What do you value more than anything when you're a, when you're thirty plus, which you don't value mm-hmm. at all in your twenties, or maybe you do now? Being able to move, I don't know. Uh, you're on the right. You're in the right area. Sleep. You value um, sleep like you have no idea. If you get a bad night of sleep when you're 30 plus, you are throwing a hissy fit at everyone and, and anyone the next day. So sleep gets that's more. That's how I am now at, at 24. So oh, so when great. you're 30, you're going to be a, a wreck. Great. Love good. that for me. Yeah, um, I'm already going into full uh, quarter life crisis mode. I'm turning 25 in October, and I'm I hate every second of it. So. Oh wow! So, I feel so yeah. bad for you. I know. I might buy a Mustang and just like say fuck it. Yeah, that'll be my yeah. that'll be my crisis. Drive it to um, Foxborough and, and spend fourteen hundred and twenty five dollars on a ticket, and, and you're good to yep. go. Yep, I'll, I'll pawn pay. the I'll pawn the car for football <laughs> tickets. Don't pay All your right. rent and just go. Just just yeah, I'll risk eviction to go to that game. I don't care. Yeah, why not? Squatting. Um, 
Yeah, whatever. Are we uh, are we done? Are we out of here? We are done. Make sure y'all like the stream, subscribe to the channel, and uh, and yeah, next week we'll uh, we'll hit them hard. And uh, yeah, make sure you guys uh, keep up with the YouTube. We'll be doing some live stuff and uh, down the line with the app. By the way, we're gonna start doing some some cool things with features and whatnot, so we can uh, get content creators on the platform. So um, look out for the U Stadium app to start doing some really dope things in the next, I would say, month or so. We're gonna try to really have a a, a crazy. Um, um, pop in 2021 summer. football season. Yes. Have hot girl summer. We're having you stadium summer. We're doing all of the summers. You're damn right. right. We're out of here. We'll see you guys next week. Same time, same place. Have a good one. Ciao, ciao. That's it for this episode of Flow Bros with you stadium. We'd love to connect with you and keep the conversation going. Find us on the U Stadium app, the best way to talk sports on mobile or online. Check us out at ustadium.com and on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a show from the Flow Bros.